This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Yankees lose a tough one. Mets don't lose because they don't play. Giants make a move. And is Otani headed to the Big Apple? We'll discuss that and more at 1-800-919-3776. Also via X, X, formerly Twitter. At Gordon Damer, at Hardest to ESPN, at ESPN NY, 98 underscore 7 FM, along with Harvey and Joe. We ride until 10 o'clock. Then Pat O'Keefe will continue the conversation here on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Hello, Gordon Damer. Larry Hardesty, how are we feeling tonight, my friend? Oh, great. Feeling great, my friend. Feeling yeah. great. Feeling great. Good. As a matter of fact, Gordon, I mentioned X. Mm-hmm. X. Joe Leo has a poll that he's about to put on X. Oh, okay. Joe, what's the poll? So out of the 11 remaining series for the Yankees, how many will they win? Zero to three, three to five, five to eight, or nine plus? Well, it's not, not – I mean, you can scratch nine plus if you I – mean, Well, you know, some delusional fans space, holding wanna, on to the 1.2% chance I, 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 that I they have to can, make the playoffs. I think you can narrow that down even further. Um, I think it's point two now, delusional fans. Well, today to me was telling in that, like, after you finally snap the losing skid and take the the relief of that, Mm -hmm. do you go right back to your old ways or is there some sort of pride that kicks in and and said, you know, we got to get moving here? Mm -hmm. We got our answer today. They they snapped the losing skid and then blew a lead and and lost to uh, Patrick Corbin and the Washington Nationals. So, yes, we have our answer. So I'm betting zero to three. On the, well, on the poll. I, I know what I want to have. I know what I you want know. to have. Yeah. You want, you want zero to three. <laughs> you want zero. I That's want zero. Want. I want zero wins. I don't, I don't even forget about series. I want to lose them every single game the rest of the way. I know. Because you feel that's the only way there's going to be change that you want to see. Well, if there's any chance of it happening, which is probably not much, much mm-hmm. like the Yankees playoff odds, mm-hmm. if it goes from 0.0, 0 to 0.1, I will. I would rather have zero point one than zero point zero. Absolutely. I would make every every loss possible makes it better for you. That's what you're thinking. Every loss possible. Now it might not make it much better. Right. But it can't hurt my odds. Well, it can't be worse. No. If they (laughs) if they lose every game the rest of the way, nobody's going to give Brian Cashman another extension. I don't think. I don't, no, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Not his fault, of course, as we all found out yesterday. No, no, not, no, no, no. Not his fault. A lot of buckets. Yes. A lot of buckets. By other people. Mm-hmm. None by him. Mm-hmm. Just, no. Just all, he, doesn't, he doesn't touch the buckets. He doesn't do anything. No. We'll, we'll have to dive into that. We'll have to, we'll have to figure that out. Dive into the buckets? The, the season's over. Yeah, we'll have to <laughs> yeah. really. Turn those buckets over and see what comes mm-hmm. out of there. See what comes out of those buckets. <laughs> so, Gordon, I was shocked today. I heard Michael Kay on with Peter Rosenberg right before us. Mm-hmm. And Peter was talking about the base running blunders. Mm-hmm. And there have been many yeah. for this team this season. The Mets have had a few too. And Michael said, Gordon, the Yankees have a running coach. <laughs> and I said, huh? <laughs> the Yankees have a running coach? So, Gordon... What does he do? How does he work with 
Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah, he's, <laughs> that's the first thing I thought. He's, he's with everybody else. Just, just leave Stanton alone. We just don't want him to get hurt. Is, is, don't don't even bother him. It's like when you go to NFL practice, like the the kicker and the punters, they're off to the side. Their bouncers working hard, and yeah, you know, you know, there's there's guys on the on the sideline that are injured. They're on the you know, the the tour of the bikes. Right, and then there's everybody in the field doing the you know individual drills and stuff like that, and then there's the punters and the kickers and and the and, you know and and the, and the long snapper, and they're off just you know chatting with themselves and having a good old time. Is that what the running coach does for the Yankees? Just chat, having a good old time off to himself there. Well, with I did all not, the base he, I did not hear that conversation. So was is it a a, a running coach or a base running coach? Because it's kind of different, right? It's kind of different. Either of them. I don't know. If he's doing a good different. job in either of those capacities but so uh, he didn't clarify but mm -hmm. i'm going to step on the limb gordon step out on the limb gordon and, and say because of the context of stole of bad base running mm -hmm. it's a base running coach okay he should be gone today <laughs> i mean it's just it's 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 little things that continue to kill the yankees and it's funny Today is a microcosm of your season, Gordon. It was. When you get the hitting, you don't get the pitching. Mm -hmm. You got some pitching. It was an opener. You got yep. some pitching, mm -hmm. but your bullpen killed you. Yep. All right? You got home runs from Stanton and Judge and Torres, and you still lost. That is, that's, that's, you can't have a, the one through four today, this was the, this was bad because the one through four today gives evidence to Brian Cashman to say, "See, this is what we this is what we thought we were going to have." Sure. Look at look at look at how they started out today. Home mm -hmm. run, home run, home run. Stanton had four hits today, Gordon. Yeah, he may not hit again the rest of the year. He's back over two hundred. He was at one ninety nine after having three hits. How yeah. low is his batting average? It's, it's crazy. Been, it's been a brutal season. It's been it really a brutal has. season for him. It's been a brutal season for the Yankees. And, and lately, it feels like it's been uh, a really bad run for, for Tommy Canely as well. So this, we, while we've picked apart the Yankees throughout the course of the season, the one thing we've generally been able to kind of hang into is, well, you know, their bullpen still does a, yes. a, a pretty good job. You know, uh -huh. Every team has blow-ups. Uh, the Yankees have had some. But the bullpen today kind of let them down, and they had another loss. Canely has Throw not been good the past month. No, he is not. And he was ha I think he was having a pretty good season. He but was. I don't know what exactly happened, but um you know, you, you watch King go out there today, he did give up a run. The the defense wasn't great there, but um you get what you need out of him. Middleton came in, he was he was okay, struck out some guys. Mm -hmm. Uh but at the end of the you, you would think that when you get a home run from Judge in the first inning, you got a three one lead against a team like the Nationals. All right, we won last night. We lost all nine games in a row for the first time in forever. We're going to be able to put back-to-back -back wins together. It's the Nationals. Yeah, we're good. You're not that much different than the Nationals, really, no, you're when not. it comes down to it. No, nope. you're not. You're not, and that's the sad story. And once again, it screams overhaul of talent. That's what it screams. You need, I don't care who, listen, we can have the debate. Some want Cashman to stay. Most want him gone. Some want Boone, most want Boone gone. Some want him to stay. I don't care what the, what side of the fence you're on. Here's the one thing we all can agree on. The talent level has got to improve. I don't know who, I don't care who's picking it. I don't care if Hal says, you know what? I'm making the decisions. I don't care who. They have to increase the talent level on this team. 
I will say this. Michael King, Gordon, I know he's been really good as, you know, reliever, possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He might be. You might have to consider him for a starter next year in the rotation. It seems like they're kind of stretching him out that way. Um, It does seem like that might be uh, part of their plan. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. The one thing that I've heard here in the last 24 hours after the Cashman press conference, and I don't think that we we hit on last night, but it's been kind of a talking point here. Mm-hmm. I saw um, the MLB Now show on, uh, on MLB Network with Brian Kenny, where they're having a conversation and they're talking, well, if you get rid of Cashman, who are you, you going to get? Who are you, who are you? I heard Jeff Pass. Well, who's this person that Yankee fans would be satisfied with? You can't find somebody to run the it's New York. You can't find. There's nobody. Only Brian Cashman can run the New York. Did the Yankees not exist before Brian Cashman came along? You can't. You can't find anybody to to run the baseball operations of one of the premier sports. There's nobody that exists, Larry. They're all taken. No. no. Nobody wants the job, Gordon. No, I'm sure that one of the highest payrolls consistently in the sport, one of the most storied brands in the history of sports, not just in North America, in the world. And the only person, apparently, that can run it is Brian Cashman. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Well, what a coincidence that they just so happen to have him. You can't get it's rid of him. It's a good thing they do. Right. Nobody else to run the thing. What? You know? What are we I talking wonder- about? I wonder what Omar Minaya and Brian Sabian are saying. Like, oh, 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 I couldn't possibly. Run. This is so complex. The running coaches, Larry, and the, oh. the analytics guys, and oh, who knows well, who else is back there? I know. Ben's coach, third base coach, former right. manager. Oh, the third base coach. <laughs> they probably have an infield fly pop-up coach somewhere. They should. Yeah, they should. Absolutely. They might as well. Why, why, well. why not, right? Yeah, definitely. Strikeout so, coach. We'll Strikeout strike coach. out the right way. Yeah. And then the other layer in the, in the West Wing mm-hmm. is your uh, athletic training department. And, you know, yeah. you got to make sure that that's okay because, you know, the injuries and stuff. If, if you had a few that you could get used to getting a procedure down, then maybe it would be a little better. But you don't have enough injuries to figure that out. See, this, is, th- this might be the most baffling to mm-hmm. me that they have th- this many issues with the health of their play. I, I mean, they're a billion-dollar organization. Mm-hmm. They're in New York. They have the access. They have the best doctors in the world. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming it's just the players themselves just the, – I mean, look at all the th- – like Steven Strausberg just announced his retirement today. Yeah. Think about all the different things the Nationals tried to do to make sure mm-hmm. that guy didn't blow out his arm. I mean, it, was, it was impossible. The yeah. Yankees had that with Jabba Chamberlain. Oh, yeah. The, the Jabba rules. We got that's right. Still blew out of. The, it's like you can't do anything. It's just certain guys are made to to get hurt, and they just get hurt. But that one is the most baffling that they have consistently. I mean, like every year, Larry. You would figure by just dumb luck there'd be one year, or wow, they've really been healthy this year. No, hasn't happened. Has hasn't not. Happened. No, has not. And they can't figure. And see. But for me, I just think, Gordon, it shows to how these players were developed before they got them. You know, how were they handled in middle school? How were they handled in junior high school? How were they handled in high school? And if they weren't handled in high school correctly, Gordon, it's not going to help you when you get them to the major leagues. It's not going to help them. It's not. Either you pitch them, you have to pitch them and build up the arm strength. That's the old school thinking. Pitch them, build up the arm strength, 
Okay, and then when they get out there, the arm is the arm is good. The arm can handle it. I mean, and, and it, it's perfectly ties into what we want to also talk about with Otani. I mean, because now he's about to look at another. His pitching days may be done, Gordon. Yeah, it might be. I, I mean, it, it seems it would seem to be a pretty glaring sign that if you're needing another Tommy John surgery and you've already had one and you're going to be, you know, he's 29 now, I think. Yeah. Um, that maybe there's partly a reason what he has done is absolutely historic and absolutely incredible, but it's not meant to be done. No. <laughs> I mean, it's no right. other, I mean, that might be the, the greatest takeaway from it. And he, he probably still wants to do it, mm -hmm. but I think that that has to be the first thing that comes up from this is that it's, it's not really meant to be done. And, and maybe if more guys tried to do it, we would have more evidence that it's not, I mean, just take pitching alone. Yeah. All these guys, Think of all the rules that they have put in place here over the last 15, 20 years. And I get it. Guys are throwing harder now, so that is some... Is there an example where it has helped anybody? Nope. Not really. Has it... Has it is there evidence to show, well, we kept this guy on a pitch count in his early years, and it, it shows that he stayed healthy for this much... It doesn't seem like it seems like every it's just a, it's just a matter of time before all these mm -hmm. guys need something. And he's yeah. lucky. It's one that it seems like it's pretty, pretty common now. Tommy John surgery. He's had two. He's yeah. going to get a group on for the next one, maybe in a few years. <laughs> um, but it just shows you that pitching you all these things that they've done. Oh, 100 pitches. And you, know, you have to have this many days off and you have to do this and you have to do that. It feels like the teams that are following the, have the most rules have also the most injuries. That's right. You're right. It's crazy. Just, I mean, when you think of it, Gordon, and you hear the process, well, yeah, th that's the pitch count. But wait a minute. We also, we didn't count the pitches in the bullpen when he warmed up. So we, we got to add that. And oh, 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 on the off day, uh, you know, the, the day b between starts when they work out, we, we got to add those pitches too. So we, we have to minimize them. Meanwhile, Injury after injury after injury comes on pitcher after pitcher after pitcher, and nothing changes. But I am curious. Two things, of course. Uh, you can feel free to join Joe Leo's poll at Hardesty ESPN, at Gordon Damon, at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. How many series wins will the Yankees win in their remaining 11? 0 to 3, 3 to 5, 5 to 8, or 9 to 11? So you can weigh in on that, and we'll give you an update on that shortly. Second thing. How does the fact that Ortani is not going to pitch, certainly not next season, affect how much he's going to be paid? I mean, I could I get that he's an everyday player without a position, by the way. So does that affect will Steve will Steve Cohen still say 60 million? 60, 60. I dare anybody to beat me. 60 million. Or is he going to say, you know what? Maybe I'll go 55. Or does this mean, I read somewhere, Gordon, a fan said, oh, he's hurt? Cashman's in the running. We'll get him now for the Yankees because he's hurt. <laughs> now now we'll, we have a shot. 1-800-919-3776. We'll get your thoughts next. That's Hardesty and Damer for Grasso on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. In the spring, we were speculating, is his contract going to start with the number five, 500 million, or the number six, 600 million? And now, just talking with agents and talking with baseball people today, it's going to be much less. 
Uh, look, he's one of the top five sluggers in baseball. The floor is probably a Bryce Harper contract, you know, like $335, $350 million. But what was raised to me is that on the pitching side, you would anticipate there's going to be some sort of an incentive clause based in where it's, it's uh, right. you make X number of starts, you make X number of appearances as a reliever, you get paid this. Maybe there's a base salary in there. But, you know, forget $600 million. Because of the uncertainty about him as a pitcher, that's just not going to happen. That's Buster Olney on Bart and Han earlier today on how Otani's injury affects his next contract. It's Hardesting and Damer in Fagrasa on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, see, here's the interesting thing for me. From a Mets standpoint, I mean, he would be great, okay? Needless to say, we're looking for a DH. All right, I don't need him to play a position. I, I, I couldn't jettison Vogel back out here fast <laughs> enough. <laughs> I couldn't get rid of him fast enough to move, make room for Otani. But for the Yankees, Gordon, this is kind of interesting because he, he, he's he got to be your DH. But you've got somebody who already has that position who's got four more years on his deal. So what do the Yankees do in this scenario if they were to go after and sign him? Which, I mean, now that the price has come down, Gordon, uh, I think when you might think that Howe might not have been in the market, based on what Buster's talking about, uh, the Yankees could be more involved in this now. I don't think so. I, I, what, the way I look at it is, if you're signing Otani, let's let's just start with like forty million, right? Mm-hmm. That let's just, just for numbers. So if you're going to pay him forty million dollars a year, you have to be a team that's in the range of spending two hundred million dollars a season, because forty that's twenty percent of your payroll on one guy. So you have to be in that range, and also not be capped out. Like you have to have that much more money to spend. So to me. Yankees are out. They're not spending $40 more million on what the last thing the Yankees need is another long-term contract uh, uh, for at big money, one of those albatross kind of deals, even for a player as great as Otani. So I think they're out. I think the Padres are out. I don't think the Texas Rangers are going any higher. I don't think the Phillies are going any higher. I think it's the Dodgers. I think it's the Giants would seem to be a team. I know people have mentioned possibly um, the Mariners. Hmm. It really kind of depends on what Otani wants. Because right. at the end of the day, Otani is still driving this. Mm-hmm. And what's the most important thing to him? Is it a winning situation with the money? Is it more winning than money? If it's money, I think that one of the things is really, I think it really kind of benefits the Mets. Because Otani, despite the fact he's not going to pitch next year, he's still going to want to be paid as the two-way superstar. And if you're, say, maybe the Dodgers, you might think, well, the uncertainty of him pitching again, I I don't want to pay him as a two-way superstar because I don't know, even if he comes back from that second Tommy John, it might be another full year before he's back up to speed. At that point, he's 31 coming off a second Tom. So the Dodgers might think that's too risky. Mm -hmm. Um, Other teams might look at that. And they have budget constraints. So maybe the Mariners are part of this if he's the two-way superstar. But now maybe they don't look at $40 million as something that they can be able to incorporate into their payroll. I think this bodes very well for the Mets. Because whatever the highest offer is going to be, are you telling me that Steve Cohen, when, when, when the rubber hits the road, mm-hmm. and he has a chance to be able to woo this guy, if he does that mm-hmm. he's not going to be able to top that offer when he has no budget? Yeah, he'll top the offer anyway if he wants to. There's no question about it. Yeah, there's no, I mean, they've, they've shed a bunch of money. I know they're still paying guys that are not on the team. Mm-hmm. 
But if you're kind of reimagining things here on the fly, and this guy is a gen- – I mean, we use the term generational yeah. talent. Yep. I mean, it's ridiculous. This guy, he's more than generational. He is yeah. – I mean, he's, he's once in everyone, everyone who's ever lived lifetime um, kind of talent. So I just find it hard to believe that there's – if money is the number one factor to him, mm-hmm. we don't know that it is. Maybe living on the West Coast is more important. And he's also kind of a star – and might view himself that way. I, like one of the reasons I think he went to the Angels was he wanted to be able to go to an organization where he can do what he wants. Mm-hmm. He'll tell you when he's pitching. He'll tell you when he if he needs an extra day. He'll tell you when that happens. I think he want he doesn't want to go to an organization necessarily that's looking and says, well, we have a way we do things here. I think he wants to go to one that is going to allow him to be the superstar that he is. And I don't know that the Dodgers necessarily play into that. Maybe mm-hmm. the Mets would be more willing to to allow him to have that that flexibility. You mean the Yankees tell people what to do? Yeah, could you imagine <laughs> Otani? Look at it. Well, we have the we have a very certain protocol, so people we have to do this and do this and do. I don't no, think he want to put up with that. It, it, it's an interesting thought. It's something that, as a Met fan, obviously you you're, you're encouraged. You feel like okay, we're in the running, and that's see that's the biggest difference, Gordon. Even though. The first couple last this year was horrible. That's mm-hmm. the one thing that you hang your hat on with Steve Cohen, right? Is that compared to the World Ponds, you're always in it. You always have an opportunity. You know that your your ownership always has is ready with pen in hand, ready to write the check to bring whatever player they want to bring here. The question becomes now, based on the experience that he had this year, where does he rein it in some? Right, where because he got burned. I mean, let's face it, he's got burned from the, the two pitchers. But to be fair, he's gotten burned from Marte. All right, yep. he's got he got burned from Kana, even though it was a you know a small amount of money. Mm-hmm. So really, the free agents that he has brought in has not exactly you know risen to what. The no, they haven't. So how does he adjust now? Does he say, well, you know what? Okay, and I'm not comparing to Atani to any of them. But I'm comparing the philosophy, the thought process now of, okay, I got to really hold on to my money. And if this guy is not going to be the pitcher that I that he's been previously, <clears throat> excuse me, then you know what? We're going to have to do some negotiations here. And we're going to have to do some things. And as Buster mentioned, maybe there's going to be clauses in there. All right, but you pitch X amount of innings, you get this amount of money. You, you win X amount of wins, you get that amount of money. You win a, you win a Cy Young, you get that. You know, maybe that's how they'll be able to build it up. I, I look at him, and I don't, you know, we don't know um, for sure because he has, he's not going to come out and tell you exactly what's the most important things to him. But I look at mm-hmm. him as someone who is a star. And if you go into negotiations and say to a star, well, if you make this many starts, we'll give you this much. But if you make this many starts, no, 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 no. I'm going to tell you how it goes. You're not going to tell me how it goes. And we've seen it in other stops with, with people where it didn't work out that well. Uh, especially mm-hmm. around here with Durant and, and Kyrie, yeah. and we'll see how it goes with Aaron Rodgers. But I look at him as someone who wants to have – he's going to control his own um, his own future. And um, I don't think that – I think that he, from listening to people today, he's going to want to pitch again, even though it doesn't seem like that might be the, the best right. thing for him long term. Mm-hmm. I, I think that, that could take some teams out of it. But I don't know. I, everything that has happened here in the last 24 hours, to me, le- lends me to think that the Mets have a better chance than they did uh, you know, two days ago. The only thing I'll say to you, what you said, Gordon, is 
This is your second Tommy John, my friend. I -hmm. need protection. Okay. I get what you're saying. I get that you normally perform this way. Mm -hmm. Believe me, I respect you. That's why you're here. I'm ready to spend my money. You got two Tommy Johns, my friend. Mm -hmm. Okay. One more. You're not even going. I don't know if you'll be able to. to, It's a good. I don't know if you'll be able to bend the swing the bat if you keep this up the way you're going. Because I don't know, Gordon, that could affect his offense next year. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they say that it doesn't put any pressure on the swing, doesn't affect the same area of the body. He did play the second game of the doubleheader. So I kind of, I guess it's kind of up to him. I will say this I've heard that this might open the door for the Angels to get back engaged. And what a shock. Hmm. The Angels screwed this up every, every single every way, way you could screw this up. Yep. They screwed it up. If he resigns with the Angels, that tells me all I need to know about how much Otani wants to win. Yeah. If he, saw, if he re-signs there, you know, Trout got that deal, and yep. you got to take the money when you – he could get the money from basically anybody. If he re-signs there, winning is not on the agenda for Shohei Otani. You're right. There's no question about it. When we return, Gordon Buster only had some interesting thoughts <laughs> about what the Yankees are going to do in the offseason. I am excited to hear what he's going to say. I am excited. Oh, Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be good stuff. You know, Buster, Buster's well-connected. It's going to be good stuff. It's going to be good stuff. We'll find out next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. This portion of the show presented by Glenn Fittett's Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. Yeah, you know, the world's most awarded single malt scotch whiskey. Skillfully crafted, enjoy responsibly. Glenn Fitted single malt scotch whiskey. Alcohol by volume, 40%. 2023 imported by William Grant and Sons, New York, New York. Gordon, I always read this whenever we're getting ready to talk about the Yankees, just for you. You know, help you out. <laughs> makes it go, yeah, make, makes the e- conversation. Ease, ease the conversation, yes. Makes it go down smooth. Oh, yes. Buster Orley was on Barton Hunt, as I mentioned earlier, and um, the guys asked him, so what would the Yankees do this offseason? I do think they're in for an offseason, I'll tell you this, a broad assessment of organizational philosophy, drafting development, why are players not getting better at the big league level than they are, and I don't think Brian's vulnerable to be fired first year before your contract. I do think that uh, Aaron Boone is in trouble. All right, so... This is this is the biggest bunch of malarkey. We are all in agreement yes. that how, whatever flaws Aaron Boone has, they are secondary and, and not as, as nearly as, as consequential as the, the, the mistakes of the, the general manager. Mm-hmm. But Aaron Boone, he's, he's in real trouble. We're really gonna, we're really going to attack each individual area, Larry, and really get to the bottom. Of right. what has gone wrong with this organization. Absolutely. GM, totally safe. Manager, screwed. Yeah. And and no matter how many changes they make, all of these people will have been brought in by the guy who's, can't safe. even mention his name. There's nobody safe. else that can do the job, Larry. No, nobody else. Nobody else nope. wants the job. No. They even want the it. Yankees? Nobody wants to run the Yankees. That's a headache. Oh, yeah. I mean. Who wants to do that? Traffic on the Cross Bronx? That alone. That Major I mean, Deegan? Ugh, nobody wants that job. Who wants to look at those contracts like uh, mm. Stanton and LeMayhew and Rizzo? Nobody wants those. We can't move them. I, I don't want a challenge. I want an easy job. Well, give, give me a small market team. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, the easy job was when Brian Cashman got it. Yeah, it's true. You're right. 
It's true. And now they're stuck. They're stuck. They're, they're stuck for a little while. Let me ask you this, because I, I yes. saw somebody, uh, I can't remember who it was. Do you think there's any way that this offseason ends, right? We're mm-hmm. talking about making major changes right. within the Yankees. I don't mm-hmm. think that in terms of players, there's no major, bigger move that you could make than unloading Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah. So let's say that Brian Cashman goes to Giancarlo Stanton and says, is there any place you want to go? Uh, I, he's been reported, you know, L.A. Dodgers. Guy, right, Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Is there any amount of money that the Yankees could pay to get rid of Stanton? He's got four years left. I think it's $115 million. Do you think that the, uh, the Dodgers are a very analytical organization? They probably feel like like all these organizations, we can fix him. He still hits yeah. the ball super hard. He's, he's mm-hmm. only 33 or whatever it is. Yeah. We're not paying. Any, is there any possibility of that? Four years is a long time. A long time. <laughs> That's what eternity. hurts. Eternity. If it's two years, I think I think there would team there would be teams who would bite. If it's two years, one year would be a, would be mm-hmm. a, a godsend. Right. But I think even two years, four is a long time, my friend. Just and think so, about the things that have happened. Whoever your team is, Yankees, Mets, whoever. Four years ago, we felt good about where the Yankees were. Yeah, absolutely. Four, four years, years ago, ago, Steve Cohen didn't even own the Mets yet. I know, and we didn't feel good about where we were. No, no, you did not. No, there were no Shohei Otani we conversations for, back then. No, we were hoping for Steve. When yeah. is Steve Cohen going to take over this team? He's on the board. When is he going to like have, take over full control? That's where we were at that time. But a lot of things happened in four years. You're absolutely right. So I think that's what hurts you is the fact that it's four years. Do I think the Dodgers would be interested? I think they would. They put him at the D. I mean, according to Joey Gallo. Again, <laughs> right? So, so if they took Joey Gallo... They would take they would take Stanton, but you have to pay a lot of money. Yeah, lot of money. What's sixty percent of like one fifteen? No, you can't do those numbers in my head. But it's a it's a it's a big, the big load to take to to ask the other team. Hey, we'll take this off your hands. You take the player. Now, now, are you getting anything back, or is it addition by subtraction? <laughs> oh no, you're not getting any, you're not getting anything back. It's just to clear out that salary to a and, certain degree and to and clear that out that spot. Yeah, and give it to Aaron Judge. Right, because <laughs> eventually, as an older team, I think you're going to have to clear out a lot of these guys. But at least then you can kind of rotate some guys in and out of that spot. Yeah, absolutely. I tell you, if you could, uh, I'll say this: if there's any way you could get. Any kind of prospect that could play left field, I would take that too. <laughs> could be anybody. Anybody. Got on the Yankee to-do list for next year, left fielder. Let's add, let's get one of those. Please. You know how sometimes you go to the store, Larry, and you walk yes. around you know, the aisles, and then you get home and you, ah, I forgot about this. Yeah. That's what happened with Brian Kett. He was in the Home Depot. He's yep. walking up and down the aisles. Mm-hmm. He gets home. He forgot the crazy glue. I forgot the left fielder. Got the left I hate fielder. when that happens. It's, it's 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 painful. It's very painful. And unfortunately, there was nobody to send him back. No. Because I've been in situations like that, and I was sent back. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I know. I, I can. You know, I feel you. I, on a couple I, of I occasions. I feel your pain. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I was sent back quickly. You know, so unfortunately, nobody sent him back. No. All year. They still All haven't year. sent him back. No. They haven't ordered it on Amazon. They haven't. They haven't looked at some other way of getting no. the crazy. Nah, it'll Nothing. fix itself. It'll, you know, come Maybe on. the two pieces of wood will meld yeah. together magically. 
Yeah, you know, it's hot. It is Don't hot. Stick. The sun. Yeah, will, all will, su- you got all summer, you. right? You got yeah, all su- the summer heat. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. No, it didn't work then. Yeah, either. When, um, then maybe they could also go back and get a third baseman. Who knows? <laughs> One of those for next there, year. Right? You're going back. There's a, this time when you go back, write it down what you're getting. It'll go with the list. Go with go the list. with the list. You might need a list. When in doubt, hit the list. It always makes life easier. It really does, without question. Gordon, there's still a lot of conversation about Aaron Rodgers playing on Saturday. And Gordon, something happened today that made Artie from Brooklyn Uh scream in my head. Uh Uh-oh. I'll share that with you next. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. I've said it before, like, even though he's been in the league for 19 years, he's going into a new stadium. He's got new colors on. He's got new teammates, new play caller. Everything's new. He's got, and it's not so much about him, but everybody else around him. Hearing him for the first time, feeling him in a game-like setting, feeling his cadence, feeling his huddle, his demeanor in the huddle, feeling him at the line of scrimmage. And so as much as, as it is for him, it's even more so for the guys around him so they can feel the tempo that he wants in and out of the huddle and they can and we can make the adjustments off of it rather than waiting until week one and then making the adjustments after that well let's see what it feels like now and make the adjustments we need so we can get better for week one and then make more adjustments and so on and so forth and there gordon damer robert sala telling you just what aaron Rodgers told him (laughs) as to why he is playing on saturday night hardestian damer here on 987 espn go ahead gordon yeah, don't shoot the messenger. Exactly. Exactly. Now, you remember Artie called us last night, Gordon. Yeah, I remember. Artie it was memorable. And he's, oh, what are they doing? What are they playing? Let's know mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. Today, when Denver's top receiver, Jerry Judy, pulled up during an 11-on-11 play against the Rams in the joint practice. This wasn't even the game, Gordon. No. It's the joint practice. Coach Sean Payton said Judy would undergo an MRI. He had emerged as the Broncos' number one receiver after a strong finish last season when he had 35 catches for 523 yards and three touchdowns over the final six weeks of the season. I heard him screaming. That's why I don't want Aaron Rodgers to play. I heard I heard him was in my head. I'm going to lose my mind. See? I heard him. He's going to lose his mind. Yes. And that would that – would, all right. If, I know that's the way mind. they – yeah, see? that's that's the way he wants to go. I understand. You know, well, I I tend to agree with Artie mm-hmm. that I don't see weighing the risk and the reward mm-hmm. doesn't seem to be worth it. No, but when you're dealing with somebody, mm-hmm. you know the deal going in when you go and get Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he is going to be dictating to you what he feels he needs. Mm-hmm. And you want him to have whatever he needs, whatever you're capable of giving him that he needs, you have to do that. So if he feels like, you know what, I want to play a series or two for the first time in five or six years in the preseason, mm-hmm. you got to do it. Yeah. What, what, that's the, this is the deal. It's the business we've chosen, Larry. Yes. I never, I never asked who ordered the hit. It's no. the business mm-hmm. we've chosen. Right. And nobody wants to see a horse head in their bed. No. So so you do it's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. No. You do what you're supposed to do. That's what he wants, and that's what he feels comfortable with. And, and listen, <laughs> considering how your offense has been the past two years, are you in any position to argue with him? No. Nope. <laughs> when you get the beautiful genius, you have to let the beautiful genius pick the colors and the canvas and the brushes and all this type of stuff. You knew this right. going in. This is not a surprise. It's no. not like all of a sudden the Jets are saying, wait a second, Aaron Rodgers has all these opinions? Of course. Yeah. Of course. 
He does. Just because he's been mayor of the, of the tri-state area doesn't mean <laughs> that he's, he's totally changed. Does not mean that at all. Gordon Dwayne Brown spoke today. I saw that. And this is Dwayne Brown, the left tackle for mm-hmm. the New York Football Jets, on returning to the field. It was great. It's amazing, man. Um, it's been a long process, a long year. Um, just watching everything, seeing the, the changes on the team and the energy around, you know, to be out there and be a part of it, it, it means everything to me. So how do you feel? Feels good. Good enough to do my job. You know what I mean? Obviously, you know, you wake up, you feel 215 games. But if I'm out there, then I feel good. The day I, I don't feel like I can go out there and compete at a high level, I won't be out there. So I feel good. Now, I will say this. And it's not a lack of professionalism, Gordon, that we get to the calls in a second, but it's just human nature. If you're Dwayne Brown and you were here last season and you were blocking for the group of quarterbacks that the Jets had last Mm, year, yeah, and then you go on with injuries and you go and you prepare yourself and you rehab and everything and you're ready to get back on the field. And he probably will not play Saturday, but he will be ready to go week one. And you and and you see that Aaron Rodgers has walked through the door. What an upgrade in quarterback play. And Gordon, for you, mentally, what an upgrade in spirit, motivation. I mean, there's a ton of different things. Of course, you have something to prove. And, and he understands that. That's how he's been around in the National Football League and he's 38, okay, at the offensive as an offensive lineman. So he knows how to build himself up and keep himself healthy and make sure he does all the right things. But just from a mental standpoint to say, man, Aaron Rodgers is here, as opposed to, well, I hope this kid's gotten better because, you know, when I was last out here, he was struggling. It's got to be a world of difference. Got to be a world of difference. It's got to be, right? Um, And and you would feel like he's been here during – last year it felt kind of hopeless. So this year it's hopeful. (laughs) I mean, there's nothing but high hopes for the Jets this year. And if you're Dwayne Brown – I don't know how long he wants to do this, but mm-hmm. it's getting close to the last round up here. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I would think that this is a, a world of difference between where where he was the last time he stepped on a field and and where he is now. And and it's good because now we're getting to see. I think that there's always this concern with Jet fans that it's not going to work out. This has been the plan that he's mm-hmm. going to be ready. He's going to be okay, and and we're seeing him. He's activated off the pup list. Yeah, he's gonna. He's not going to play this week, but he'll he'll be ready for week one. Mm-hmm. And away we go. And away we go. Now you remember on Hard Knocks on HBO streaming on Max, mm-hmm. there was a comment made about the situation when receivers don't play well. That Aaron Rodgers, if he has no confidence, he will not throw you the football at all. No way, no how. Aaron Rodgers says, what? Me? Snapping wide receivers? Who, me? Never. Here's A-Rod. I will say that there may have been some comments about, about me that, I, you know, I don't know that are true anymore. You know, Cobby said some things about how, you know, you got you to gotta watch out because, you know, eight's going to snap at some point. I don't feel like I'm the snapping type anymore. I mean, I'm going to raise my level of uh, intensity, but that doesn't mean I'm going to, you know, embarrass anybody. I, I don't want to do that. I, I want to make guys feel like they're a part of this and, and they're going to get that respect and that kindness. There's going to be accountability, though, for sure. I need you to run the route crisply. Otherwise, I'm not throwing you the ball. That's what he does now. 
<laughs> I think after this this Yankee season, Larry, I think I'm going to do one of these darkness retreats. <laughs> it completely changes your personality. You're a completely different person. I know. Right. Who 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 knows who knows Aaron Rodgers better? Is it Aaron Rodgers or is it Randall Cobb? Randall Cobb. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes our worst instincts, we don't see them for for what they are. Exactly. And and even if he is even if he is um, being a little hyperbolic to mm-hmm. make a point, mm-hmm. I think that Randall Cobb's point is worth being hyperbolic about, right? Like really lay down the law with young receivers that you have to be doing, you have to be on top of this. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, the, that's basically every message from every coach during hard knocks. That's right. We have to do more. What's next after you lift weights? We have to be at a higher level. We, the, the crows attacking the eagles. Mm-hmm. Every lesson is do more. You have yep. to be better. Be the best you can be. And and Randall Cobb is be- that's essentially what he's saying. You have to be your best version for the for the delicate genius that is the quarterback. Here's what I know, Gordon. Has Aaron Rodgers caught a pass from Aaron Rodgers? No. Nope. Has Randall Cobb caught passes from Aaron Rodgers? A couple. A couple. Yeah. He's he's dropped a few in his career. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. He's been yelled at. He speaks from experience. And it's the, not like Aaron Rodgers is the the only quarterback. To, I mean, do you remember what Dan Marino used to say? That oh, was, I could, oh, 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 NFL oh, oh, oh. Films had to shut off the cameras. Those things were, you couldn't even play that on HBO. <laughs> that would have to be like uh, Cinemax late at night. The language was probably so bad. <laughs> he was uh, he was a little upset when you when you dropped the pass, yes. Dan Marino. Yes, a little just a tiny bit irritated, tiny bit, tiny bit. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Subi's in Midtown. Subi, start us off on ESPN New York tonight. Hey, I just wanted to point out uh, two things about the Yankees. First thing, I do feel like they need to get away from this uh, culture of, you know, uh, no beard culture and long hair culture. I think they need to get away from that. And second, the managerial search, you know, um, why not go towards um, more of the old timers who were on the team before, like Posada or even, I'm pretty sure Paul O'Neill knows what the problem is. So, you know, why not ask the old timers, you know, to fill in for uh, Aaron Boone? You know, uh, Jorge Posada, I think, would be a good manager in the future. That's all I got to say. All right, Toby, thanks for the phone call. Um, huh? Paul, as as Michael K said, Paul O'Neill would have to take a tremendous pay cut. <laughs> Paul O'Neill didn't even want to show up to the Yankee booth. He was doing it from his basement for two years. Wow! <laughs> you think that he wants to? Beyond the bench. Uh, I don't think Paul O'Neill is a possibility. No. Uh, the, the names to me, if they do move off of Boone, I think that they're going to get more of somebody who presents as an older school, like not an old school guy, but more of a guy who has had success in the majors. And the two names that immediately jump out that people have already kind of bandied around, David Cohn would seem like one, mm-hmm. and Carlos Beltran would seem like another. Any thought of Mattingly coming here? Any possibility? Any outside possibility? Look, I love Don Mattingly is my guy, Larry. Mm-hmm. He is my guy. He was my guy of, of the guys growing up. If I had the number one pick, Marino or Mattingly, it would be Mattingly probably. Mm-hmm. It's very close, but I think it was baseball was more of a thing for me than football. Mm-hmm. I don't think that he's a good manager. Okay. All right. I don't think that he's. I don't think. He, I mean, what's the. I mean, he's been around the block here a time or two. Yeah. 
Yeah. He, he didn't exactly get the job done with the Dodgers. It wasn't exactly yeah. a small payroll there. So yeah. I love Don Mattingly. And if they named him the manager, I'd like to see him on an everyday basis. And, and maybe that would be scaling it the different way as opposed to the analytics. But I just don't think. Like when people bring up, oh, Derek Jeter should be the GM. Mm -hmm. Just get somebody who can do the job. It doesn't have yeah. to. Going this down history, uh, memory lane, that just generally doesn't work out. Doesn't mean that they're, just because they're great players, don't mean that they can do exactly. the other part of the game. Doesn't mean it.